Hello. Thank you for listening to the sermon from our Revive service. We hope it helps you learn more about God and allows you to grow closer to Him and in your faith. Well, we have an exciting day today and uh, want to thank you for being here. And it's a little bit different in the sense that, that uh, uh, it won't be a normal service. And so you probably come to know that with me anyway after, after all these years. He's not a normal guy, so why would there be a normal service? Um, but today we, we finish, uh, we conclude our series on the church. And uh, for quite some time, I've had a heavy burden on uh, honoring those who have been so faithful. And so when I started looking at this list several weeks ago, I just started writing down names. And we, we as a staff kind of walked through that and talked through that. And before long, uh, for those who were 70 and above, our list was quite large of those who have really been faithful to the Lord and to uh, the church here at West Hill. And so I had to narrow that list down to those who are 80 and above. And so if you didn't make that cut today, um, I'm going to talk to you in a little bit at, at the end. Uh, but today, I'm going to mention, I'm going to talk about 20 individuals or couples who, some of them haven't been here at West Hill for very long, uh, but that doesn't negate their faithfulness and their love to the Lord. And so God has moved them here, and they've been part of our church now, uh, some of them for just a couple of years, others have been a long, long, long time, which by the way, I just have to say this. I don't know if I've ever seen you two in the front row. Because when I got up there and I saw you sitting here, I thought I almost had a heart attack. So uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, I'm going to call you up. If I call your name, would you please oblige to your pastor and, uh, and, come, and come? And I just want to, we want to talk a little bit, if you would. So the first is Mary Jane Gibbs. Uh, Mary Jane, she doesn't want to go up there, but Mary, I have something for you. So if you, if you, if you could come up, I have something that I'd like to give you. And so what I, what we've done is we've put together, uh, just a little plaque that says, uh, thank you very, thank you for your faithfulness to Jesus Christ and for your continued commitment to the ministry at West Hill Baptist Church. And then it has their name, Mary Jane Gibbs, and it has today's date, May 19th, 2019. And so Mary is uh, the daughter of a pastor, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, long gone. He's long gone. He's in heaven. He's rejoicing. So last week I was talking about worship. Here you go, Mary Jane. You come and join me here. Um, last week I was talking about worship and uh, and. And Mary was telling me about her dad. And, and what were you saying about your dad and worship and singing? <laughs> he can't carry a tune. He couldn't carry a tune. So she would be in the other room, right? And you would hear him in his personal time with the Lord. And, and he just was singing away, right? Right. But he could not carry a tune. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's where the Bible says make a joyful noise. It doesn't say make a perfect tune noise, all right? And he thought he did. <laughs> and I, I have really uh, loved just talking with you, Mary Jane, and your time here at West Hill. I'm so thankful that, that the Lord has moved you from Michigan to here, 
and, and that you can be part of our family here. Oh, thank and you. thank you for your faithfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, thank you. Enjoy being here. What If you think back to all of your years of being a part of the church, having grown up in the church as, as a pastor's daughter, what's one thing that stands out to you about the church that, that has been special to you? The faithfulness of the people. Mm, good. Yeah. It's wonderful to be with God's people. Mm. Always. That's great. I don't know anything different. Yeah. It's been part of your life. Definitely. And it's tough for those pastor's kids, isn't it? Yeah. What can you say? <laughs> <laughs> well, keep talking to our kids, right? The Nylingers and the Varners. So okay. we, they, they need your wisdom on how yeah. to navigate this. It's really not bad. <laughs> we appreciate you. We okay. love you. Okay. Thank you for being here. And thanks for your faithfulness well, thank to you the Lord much. Jesus Christ. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Next is uh, Jim and Marianne Bricker, which they're not here this morning, uh, which I meant to say Mary Jane joined the church in 2019, earlier this year. Same with Jim and Marianne Bricker. Uh, they are dear, dear people who uh, I met Jim at a Bible study in Stowe. And, uh, and John, I'm going to talk about him in a little bit, but John told Jim, who led this men's Bible study that's been going on, I think, for over 75 years now, um, 40 years I got all my numbers mixed up. So this Bible study has gone on for 40 years, and they, they just have different speakers come in, and John thought it would be good to give the guys a, a nap one morning, so he invited me to come and speak. And so, um, so that's where I met Jim and Marianne, and they have, uh, they've been attending here and have joined, and uh, they usually sit in the back, and, and Jim, um, he, he, you want to know a guy who knows God's word, Jim knows it. He can tell you, he can quote it, it's part of his, it's just how he speaks. God's word is part of his language. Even though he gives me a really hard time, and, and, and we give it back and forth, he really loves the Lord. Him and, and Marianne is so sweet and so special. Uh, they are special, special people, and, and I, I wish they were here today. Jim um, struggles with Parkinson's, and so you can be praying for Jim uh, there's a lot of days lately here that he's just, it's just been really, really hard, really hard for him to get up and to move and to function. Um, but I tell you, I, it's easy, I, I'm 42, and it's easy for me to get up. Yeah, if I go play basketball, I might hurt, might be a little sore, but it is, I don't deal with the day-to-day -day suffering. And maybe, maybe you do, um, but I can't even fathom what it's like to be in that much pain, to struggle that much. And yet to make it such a priority that, that he wants to be here, that him and Marianne want to be here. And they're probably logged in right now, and, and they're faithfully every week. I usually get a, an email or a letter from them where they, even though they can't make it physically, they've logged on online. And so Jim and Marianne, if you are logged on, we love you, we appreciate you, and I uh, can't wait to see you soon. Um, John, John, would you come and join me up here? I, I know this is hard for many of you. I know you don't want to do this, but thank you for submitting to your pastor in this way. So, um, John, as I said, John's the one who introduced me to the Brickers. Um, John actually started coming uh, by bringing, uh, we called him pro. He was a pro golfer, and... Uh, 
You all right? What's Vince offering you? What was Vince offering you? Help. John, have a seat here, if you would, please. That's right. You want to hold it or you want me to? I don't want to talk. <laughs> John, you, you came bringing pro, right? How did, that, how did that start? How did you start coming? Well, he was a good friend, and he started coming here, and I didn't know it, and I was going to chapel at the time, and then he got so he couldn't drive, so I started bringing him here. So that's how I got started here. And so Pro came, and you brought him. You drove him here. And then all of a sudden, you were getting such good naps in the back that you thought, well, I need to come to this church. That's why I stay in the back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so when Pro went home to be with the Lord, you were coming still, but then you had another opportunity. Well, Margie, who sits in front, she, um, her son always brought her, and then she lost her son. I'd asked her a million times if you were welcome to ride with me, but she wouldn't do it till her son died. So now she just lives down the street to pick her up, and she comes. She must have heard she was going to come up front this morning because she That's called, what? called with an excuse she fell. <laughs> so. Either she fell and hurt herself, or she knew. Or she used a good excuse to get out of it today, good. huh? You didn't have a good excuse, huh? <laughs> I didn't know I was coming up. I would have. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't want to tell you. Yeah. So, John, uh, you know, we've had some great conversations, great breakfasts, and, and great times together. Uh, what is it about Jesus that's so valuable to you? He's just my everything. <laughs> He's my way home. Hmm. He, he has changed your life, hasn't he? Yeah. I, I love sitting with John and just hearing his stories about uh, his younger years and, uh, and even just talking about some of the good things, but even some of the hard things oh, yeah. and, and how God's been faithful to you and how you've been faithful to the Lord. And uh, John, I, I appreciate you, appreciate your friendship, I appreciate your sarcasm and uh, letting me know when it was a bad sermon, but I also appreciate uh, getting those text messages when, when you tell me, you're like, that was a good one today. Just because I don't tell you, this doesn't mean it was bad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John, appreciate you. Okay. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. There you go. That's the good part. I can run them down. Uh, next is Albert Nitz. Albert's uh, not here today. His, uh, he lost his cousin this week, William, um, to the Lord, and so had a service uh, for him um, earlier this week. And So you can keep praying for Albert. Albert's been in a lot of transition these, these last several months. Albert is a dear man. He served as a trustee for a period of time here at the church uh, he worked, I believe it was over 35 years, uh, as the head of the custodian uh, group down at the Haven of Rest. And Albert and his wife were so faithful to the Lord in teaching, 
uh, and just uh, being, being so faithful. And, uh, and Albert has some great stories, as all of these people do. But uh, I, I appreciate Albert. He's got a great sense of humor. He would just come and do the little things around here. He saw and noticed all the doors on all the doors because this facility was built in the, in the 70s, 71. Uh, it was completed. Uh, he noticed all the little chips in the wood around all the doors and all the frames. And so he said, hey, can I come in and just on my own, can I take some stain and just fill in all those little nooks and crannies and all that? And we said, sure. And so Albert, for a couple of weeks, would come in and just get his little stool out and sit and just plug away one door, one, one, one thing at a time, and just was so faithful in, in so many different areas. But I I hope, if you don't know Al, I hope that you'll get to know him and, and reach out to him. But Albert Nitz is a, is a dear friend of ours. So thank you, Albert, and thank you, Lord, for him. Uh, next is Barney and Sally Gannon. They're looking at me like, what? Come on. Yeah, I know. You're, you're associated with somebody who's 80, so... No, I have to stand. That's okay. I'm young, yeah. okay? Yeah, when I was your age, I could stand too. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is Barney and Sally Gannon, and uh, uh, sweet, sweet people. And, and Sally, tell us a little bit about, because you, you were here um, before, right? Back in the day. Back in the day. I was here when the church was brand new. Uh, I started coming to West Hill probably about the time before the church was finished when we were meeting over at Schumacher or somewhere around in there. And um, I, I brought my kids here. I was baptized here with my children. I was, the D word, uh, <laughs> was divorced, uh, living with my mother and father. And uh, my sister and brother-in-law came here. My sister was the organist. And I came here for years and years until, I don't know if I should say that. Well, just God worked in some situations. Oh, and he did. You... And, and so I left here and went to the chapel. And I've been to the chapel for many years. And I married this guy. And he wasn't real happy with the chapel. He likes smaller people. He said when he dies, he wants people to know who he is and the pastor to know who he is to do his funeral. Hmm. So we started coming back. This is home. Hmm. This is home. This is where my heart has always been. And I love this church. I love the people. And um, God certainly has put me in the right place at the right hmm. time of my life. And we just love you all. That's great. Thank you, Sally. Hey, Barney, grab that if you would. Hey, what is it about West Hill that you love? That, that, has, that has not only drawn you, but kept you here, kept you and Sally here? I, I drive. You drive. <laughs> <laughs> so as long as she's driving, you're along for the ride, right? Wherever she, she drives you. That's right. <clears throat> no, I, I really, you know, I was an usher at the chapel for 20 years or so, and I 
I talk to everybody. I think if you know me, I just talk to you whether you want to talk to me or not. And if you don't want to laugh, don't. I laugh at my own jokes and stories. So, but I, but the chapel was just so big. And I, you know, when Newt Larson's left, I just felt I was just a number. Nobody cared about me. Nobody. Yeah, Jesus did. You're right. You're right. So, but I felt that I, I really was not happy there. And since I'd been here to one or two of the dinners that were served here by a lot of you parishioners, and I really liked how everybody was so generous and open and, and friendly. So I started coming a couple times, and and I really liked it. And this guy kept saying, you know, if you're not happy and you should be in a church, and 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 I I thought he, the good Lord was talking to me, and I've been so happy here. I can call a lot of you by by names. I used to know a little better when I was a little younger, but <laughs> but you forget them as you get a little older. And uh, but anyway, it's the warmth and and the friendliness is what I enjoy. Thanks, Barney. I, I got to talk about Barney. Uh, Barney served as a trustee for a little while on our board. And uh, as, as we were talking and just praying about uh, Barney serving as a trustee, uh, one of the things he kept saying to me, I, I don't know what I can do. I, I call people to fix stuff. I can't fix stuff. And Sally's like, yes, he can't fix anything. So uh, he, he may not be a handy man, but he is a handy man. And so, uh, thank you, thank you. Uh, so... Barney started on the board, and I remember the first trustee meeting. Uh, Barney sat there, and he's like, "I." Afterwards, he's like, "I don't even, I don't even know why I'm on here. What am I doing?" And it wasn't long after. I think it was two months later. Uh, Dixie Blankenship, one of our one of our senior senior ladies uh, who had passed away, left her home um, to the church. She she gave it to the church, and uh, and so as a trustee board, we looked at that. And I looked at Barney, and Barney's background is, what did you do for a living, Barney? I, I sold insurance for 40 years. So he knew about homes, and he knew what, what, the, what needed to be done in order to care for a home, to sell a home, to all that was needed, right? And so the Lord, it was like one of those moments where it's like, oh, like I looked at Barney, I'm like, do you know why God put you on the trustee board now? I mean, it was clear as day to, to say, hey, if you're faithful to God, God is going to use you and he's going to show you. And I want to tell both of you and share with you, thank you so much. I love you both so much. Thank you for your faithfulness to the Lord and to the church here at West Hill. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you, Pastor. Barney and Sally joined the church in 2013. Another dear couple, Bill and Ann Barclay, uh, joined the church in 2011, and they are currently down with uh, their daughter uh, in uh, North Carolina. And I just talked with Bill. He's actually over in Scotland right now visiting some of his, some of his family uh, because this will probably be his last trip over there to see some of his siblings and yet God is still using him. His brother lives over there. When he was over there, uh, his, uh, his cousin passed away. And he told me yesterday he had just gotten finished and done with a service that he was able to participate in and to share 
uh, Jesus and, and, and Christ and, and just, um, uh, it was just an uplifting and encouraging service that, that the Lord took him there at that time, the perfect time where he could participate and see so much of his family and so much of his friends uh, from growing up. And Bill and Ann are dear, dear people. And, uh, and it, it, I, I hope that the Lord brings them back. That's what we're hoping right now. They're there with their daughter and her husband is uh, an army chaplain and he's commissioned there right now. And in a few um, months, he'll be moving again and they're hoping to, to move back up here. Bill would move up here in a heartbeat, but but that's not where God has them, and yet they have been so faithful. Bill served as a deacon on our on our board for a number of years, was very instrumental in my growth, and, and, and I, I remember one meeting where I had shared with the deacon board just some things that were burdening me, and Bill said, why? I, I remember he stopped me. He said, why, why are we just now finding out this? And I said, well, just because, and he said, no. It is our responsibility as deacons to know what's going on so that we can be praying for you. And I'm not real good still about sharing that, but he has been uh, in my mind and my heart about that, the importance of, uh, of that leadership and that spiritual leading. And, and as a dear, dear godly man and, and his wife, again, they, music is so instrumental in their lives and how much they love the Lord and they are dear people, and Bill and Ann Barclay uh, have been so faithful to the Lord, and we appreciate them and love them so much. Next is <laughs> next is Dale and Wilda Scarborough. Wilda's just loving me right now. Uh, Dale and Wilda joined the church in 2009 and uh, have been so faithful. Um, to the Lord and, and, and coming and being here. All right, young couple, come have a seat. They often have to have some marital counseling when they come in and when we meet together, yes. right. <laughs> and Dale, who usually needs the counseling? Pardon me. Who usually needs the counseling? She does. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Would you guys share, what, what does the church mean to you? Well, it, it's um, partly... It's, it's strength when you come to church it's, and everyone's together and it's, it just, well, we, I've been in church all my life, so uh, it's just one of those things that you just can't do without. Mm -hmm. Dale, for you, you, you came to know the Lord a little bit later in life, yes. right? And uh, would you share, when did you come to know Jesus? Ninety-four, I believe. You were ninety-four years old. No, I mean, oh, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you, yeah. You're going backwards now, right? Yes, you're right. Nineteen ninety-four, which means that you were roughly how old? I was seventy-eight, I believe. Seventy-eight years old. I think, yeah. Around our fiftieth anniversary. Around your fiftieth anniversary. Yeah, and we've been 
It's 64 years in June. 64 years in June. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Dale, for you, we, we have a lot of good, good times, right? Yes. I, I remember back when we were having prayer meeting on Wednesday nights, you, you helped educate me about a few things. Mm -hmm. Some of them we won't talk about here right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. We have some of the same roots from West Virginia. And so um, one of the things that you taught me was a song, though, about the whiskey in the well, right? You remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, okay. I just wanted to make sure that you would admit that at this point. <laughs> we have had a lot of fun and a lot of encouragement. Dale, for you, what's one of the things that you would tell the next generation the importance of, of church and, and walking with the Lord? Uh, most important thing is to get right with God. Mm. Don't, don't go without serving God. Because mm. mm. He is my maker. Mm. And I'm just so glad that I'm glad that we found this church mm. and just pray for us. Mm. Mm. I think so. Wow. Well, we love you guys. Thanks for your, uh, your, your love for the Lord, for your humor, and that we can laugh together and that we can enjoy one another. And I appreciate so much your faithfulness to the Lord and to the church here at West Hill Baptist Church. Thank you. Thank you. Next is Angelo and Rose Crapanzano. <laughs> Rose is like, oh, no. So 2006, Angelo and Rose uh, joined the church in 2006 and uh, have been a big part of that. So come. Yeah. Did you know why your family was here today? They're all here. <laughs> I couldn't send them all together. <laughs> <laughs> Come have a seat, if you would. Now, you guys came to West Hill when, when you were looking for a place closer to home, right? Because you were traveling up to, up to Cleveland and uh, were very faithful and committed to a church up there. But you really needed a place closer to, to where you were living. And, and, and so you came to West Hill. How, how was that? How did you come... What was it about West Hill that stood out to you, Angelo? Well, we were looking for another church, and I've called. There's quite a few churches around here, and uh, and, and then I called, and I think I spoke to you uh, about. You know, everything you do mm -hmm. in the church, and you did base it around the Bible, and that was important to me. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, most people don't know, I was brought up and raised as a Catholic, mm -hmm. and I was a diehard Catholic. In fact, my neighbor said he'd give a, a, a year's salary that I would never change. Mm. But then my son, who's Sitting up there, he gave me a Bible. He changed mm. and shocked me. In fact, I was 
hurt that he had changed and went to a different church. And he gave me a Bible and said, Dad, read the Bible. Mm. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, I wrote that book. Yeah. Well, I didn't write it. God wrote it. I, he just used me. To, mm. And it tells why I changed, what it was about the Catholic Church that was away from the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so then I started going to the church there in uh, <laughs> Cleveland area. And uh, in fact, the, the pastor there actually came to our house to wish us uh, goodbye and, and good luck to church. The other thing too is when I walked in the door, I was accepted like part of the family immediately mm. the first time I walked in. Mm. And, and that is one of the things that we love about the church. We have hundreds of brothers and sisters here. And we feel part of it. That's great. Thank you. Thank you for sharing, Angela. Angela, you served as on our board as a deacon for, yes. for a period of time. And um, as you've served and as you see the church, what would be something that you would share uh, with those of us who are younger, who are continuing to be faithful, what would you share with us? Well, uh, let's read and study the Bible. I, I spend a half hour every morning and read the Bible. Uh, and I think everyone should do that because it, it strengthens my convictions and my faith. Mm. That's great. And Rose, um, how long... How long have you put up with this man? <laughs> 67 years. 67 years. Congratulations. Yep. Yep. They have four wonderful kids. I'm so proud of them. Two of them are doctors. They are wonderful. They love one another. The family's very close. You're blessed. Very, You're blessed. Very blessed with the kids. Yes. They're all here. They're all local, yeah, yeah. which is great. Thank you so much for your faithfulness to the Lord and to much. serving here at West Hill oh, Baptist we Church. We love you too. Thank you guys very much. lead uh, the uh, Bible and you have to stand. I can't stand anymore. So. <laughs> <laughs> Help do a Bible study. That's right. And to stand. Used to be a faithful teacher. Thank you. Angelo is also an author. He's written several books and so you can talk to him about uh, his writings and just all that God's used him to be able to do. Next is Vince Didato. Vince, if you would come and join me, I would appreciate it. Vince joined the church in 2005 and uh, Vince joined uh, shortly after I officially became the senior pastor. And uh, Vince, we've had a few of these conversations, and uh, I'll let you hold that. Okay. And uh, I, we, we are so blessed beyond just, just a piano. I know many of you look at Vince and you just think of his piano playing. I see much more than that. And I see a man who loves Jesus Christ. Yeah who is committed to the church and, and who, who loves you, 
who prays for you and who has served faithfully as a deacon and has a real passion and a heart for people to grow in their walk with Jesus Christ. Yes. And uh, Vince, so thinking of that, um, you, you came to West Hill and you found West Hill, mm-hmm. uh, you and Gypsy. Yes. Uh, and what was it for you guys when you came to West Hill that, that really stood out? Well, um, you may not remember this, maybe you will, but when we drove up looking for churches at that time, because uh, Gypsy was just beginning to be pretty ill at that time, and I needed to find something closer. And um, you were working outside fixing some kind of an electrical something, digging a hole. Do you remember that? I have no clue. No. (laughs) Well, you were right out in front near that entrance to the kitchen. Okay. And you were working on something, and it just impressed me that I thought, wow. And... uh, so we made that decision at that point that this is where we were going to hmm. move to. And uh, we had been at another church for roughly 12 years mm-hmm. prior to that. And um, so anyway, that was, that was it. That's great. Pretty simple, but yet, you know, that was the impression. So I was doing electrical work. How many of you, you knew that I did that? Yeah. Huh? Digging a hole, doing something. I don't know. <laughs> I dig a hole often. So... Yeah. Vince, when you when you you've been here at West Hill for for quite some time now, you've seen the ebbs and flows, the ups and downs. Right. What would be your words of wisdom for for this congregation and for the next generation to come? Hmm. I guess step one would be uh, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. Hmm. And uh, to be faithful, uh, to trust the Lord, because he's for real. I mean, it's, it's for real. Mm. And um, answered prayer, healing, all of the above, uh, trust. And the older you get, I think the more you realize you have to trust mm. and let go. Mm. Let go of trying to control everything and just, that's it. I don't know what else I could say. That's great. Vince, uh, words can't express how much you mean to me and, uh, and your love for the Lord and your yep. commitment to the Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your faithfulness to Jesus Christ. Right. And thanks for being a part of West Hill Baptist Church. Oh, he's been Church. so good to me that uh, you know, it's amazing that the blessings uh, that I've received. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just, it's just been awesome. So Vince sometimes comes in during the week and he'll come in and just have, um, get a cup of coffee or come and sit in, mm-hmm. in the office and talk with us and Georgia and pastor David and us. We, we appreciate that. That's uh, that's an encouragement don't get to tired us. Of me. We, we don't get tired of you. Okay. So, uh, sometimes I have to go dig holes, but uh, other than that, um, we, we love yeah. having you here. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again sure. for your faithfulness. Vince. Absolutely. John Albright. John Albright uh, joined the church in 2004, uh, served several, several terms as a trustee, still comes and, uh, and nurses our trees and our bushes and makes sure that they're cared for uh, in, in, the, in the back and, and all around the grounds. And uh, we, uh, man, John, 
Come have a seat with me, would you? Okay, what you got? <laughs> John, tell us, how old are you, John? Hmm. <laughs> I tried to keep it a secret, but it ain't working. No. <laughs> uh, 93. 93 years mm -hmm. old. I'm going to his house afterwards to find that well, the water, because, uh, John, you look great, and you, you've, uh, you've served in a lot of different ways uh, around West Hill. What's been some of your favorite parts of serving here in the church? Oh, when I uh, was first in the church here back in 2000, I believe it was 2004, I joined I noticed that our pine trees around here were in terrible condition. In fact, we had put in the, the storage tanks up there, and we had 28 beautiful evergreens planted to them, and they weren't serviced, and every one of them died. Mm. I said, this is foolishness. So I saw to it when the next planting went in, they had plenty of water, and they had fertilizer, and they do it every year. And they're looking good. Nah. That, was my, that was my legacy to this church. Mm. So uh, I, I've always been a member of the church. And uh, I was raised in a church family. Mom was a choir uh, member and Sunday school teacher and so on. So it was understood since we lived on a farm that when she went to church, I was in the car also. Mm. <laughs> and I grew up in the church and. Uh, uh, and then when I went to service, well, I, I carried on, uh, tried to go to church every Sunday. So um, I, I've always, I was born and raised in a farm, like I mentioned, and my, uh, <clears throat> my dad uh, was very busy with his work as a farmer. He had a lot of responsibility, and he didn't get to church too often. <laughs> but, but he still supported the church. So... Um, yeah, I've uh, always had a lot of uh, use for uh, the church and a lot of activities in the church no matter where it went. And uh, I find that it's, uh, well, I've had some rough times, as you know, Pastor. Yes. Uh, the good Lord carried me through. Uh, I, I was able to make it through. Uh, he's kept me in the right direction, and, and I appreciate the good folks in this church because I, I value them all as my friends, and I think they consider me that way. Yes, we do, so, John. John, yeah. John's gone through some, we, we all have hardships, and we all have struggles, and John's gone through not only losing his, his wife, Joan, mm -hmm. uh, but then to lose a son and to walk through that time and to have to, uh, have to bury your, your son. Mm -hmm. uh, that was um, quite yeah. difficult. And John, I just want to say you've navigated life being faithful to the Lord. You didn't get bitter. You didn't get mad. Uh, you probably were upset. Uh, there's no doubt. But you've been faithful to the Lord. And, uh, and I just want to let you know, for those of us who have watched you as you walked through that, and to see you come out on the other side, continuing to be faithful to Jesus, uh, it speaks volumes and it speaks much to us. So thank you, John, for your faithfulness to the Lord. Thanks for your faithfulness to West Hill and to the church here. And thanks for making those pine trees look so good. <laughs> and thank you, folks, because you have made it possible 
for me to come out you know, on the Lord's side. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I didn't get, try not to get angry, although there have been some bad times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, thanks, John. Thank you all. Margie Briggs is not here. Uh, she usually sits back with John, and uh, she is uh, joined the church in 2002, and uh, she is in her 90s. I'll let you talk to her about how old she is, because it's not polite to ask or to tell that about a woman. But Margie has been so faithful to the Lord and uh, loves the Lord, is here again, one of those that is in her 90s, who is so faithful, who, who is here except for when she falls, uh, and even then, the minute that she's feeling better and has her arm healed up from being broke, uh, she's here at church. And that speaks volumes, and it should speak volumes to us. Uh, as younger people, we can come up with a lot of excuses of why, uh, why we can't come to church, but Margie Briggs and her faithfulness of being here speaks volumes to me. So um, we look forward to seeing Margie, hopefully in the next Uh, next week. And so if you see her in the back, uh, congratulate her, thank her for her faithfulness. So thanks, Margie. Is Marie Louise Christopher here? There she is. Marie Louise, will you come and join me up here? Thank you. Marie Louise joined the church in 2001. Yes, back in 2001. It was just like yesterday, right? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> it seems forever. Yeah, that's true. Marie Louise, 2001, it's been a long time. Yeah. And you still look so young and gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Too. Yes. <laughs> Marie Louise, what is it about West Hill? You... It, it draws me. And all the people, it's like I have a million friends here, mm. Mm. and you mm. are included. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for everything. You have really grown up. <laughs> that is a good compliment. I'm glad you said grown up and not grown out, so thank no, you. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always thought I should should be in the Lutheran church, and I tried it two or three times, and then I always come back here. And you go to the Lutheran roots because of why? Tell us why. Because my father was a Lutheran pastor. He was a Lutheran pastor, and he served where and what? Well, he served in the Black Force area and uh, then he was called into the service even though we were five girls and he never came back home. He had five girls. Five girls. No boys. No boys. No. And the Lord called him home as he served, right? Yeah. 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 And so that, that those roots, uh, we've talked about it long, yeah. many times about you know, those roots of your father and his faithfulness to the Lord yeah. and uh, preaching and teaching. And, uh, and, and yet yeah, you, you come and you're part of our Bible studies here. You've grown so much, Marie Louise, in oh, your thank faith. Thank you. Uh, I need a lot more, though. Now, do you guys get that? I'm going to put you on the spot. I know I shouldn't do this. I already said it. Marie Louise, how old are you? Will you tell us how old you are? 
87, going to be 88 in August. 88 in August. Mm -hmm. And she's still saying, I, I need to learn more. That's humbling, is it? And Marie Louise. But it's a tool. We all have to. We do. That's right. I, I want to thank you. Thanks for loving Jesus. Thanks yeah. for being a part of West Hill here. We love you and we appreciate you. And uh, thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, I will. <laughs> Thank you so much. Best job. Who did this? Who did that? Yeah. I didn't do that. So didn't? I was busy digging holes. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next few I'm just going to mention. Um, some of you may not know who they are. Um, some of them may be names that you've heard of. Next is Marilyn Townsend. Marilyn Townsend uh, joined the church in 1978. And Marilyn uh, lives in a nursing home in central Ohio. Uh, Marilyn and her husband uh, were in charge of cleaning this facility for a number of years. And uh, Marilyn uh, and I had some great conversations as she, uh, as she grew older and wasn't able to do all the cleaning, uh, those responsibilities were divided a little bit, uh, but her husband and her had a cleaning company and, and loved the Lord and uh, were committed to the Lord and committed to this church and served the church by, by doing all kinds of things, setting up tables, tearing them down, cleaning, uh, all the things that comes with such a huge and big facility. Uh, Marilyn was so faithful, and as she got older and it was harder for her to clean, um, she felt really bad that she needed to take breaks. And I told her, Marilyn, I said, you have all day. I said, you, you don't have to rush through this. Well, I get paid by the hour. I said, we're going to change that. I said, I'm not worried about how long it takes you to clean. I want you to enjoy being here. And it gave her something to do. And she was a, a really important and vital part of our church here uh, for a number of years. And so Marilyn Townsend is a, is a dear woman who, who just... Um, Loved being with, and her one of her dear friends, Dixie Blankenship, I talked about her, uh, those two together would, would argue and fight about the silliest things, and yet um, they just loved one another. They were like sisters, and they would go out to eat, and they would argue about where they were going to go, and who was going to pay, and, 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 but man, uh, so faithful um, to, to West Hill and to the Jesus Christ. The next is Helen Brown. Helen Brown, Helen and her husband Art, uh, joined the church in 1966. Uh, there's a big rock out by the flagpoles uh, that uh, is dedicated to Helen's husband, Art. Uh, and, and he was big into Boy Scouts, uh, served uh, there, impacting a lot of young men. And uh, Helen uh, actually worked for a period of time as our secretary uh, back in the day here at West Hill. And uh, before then, she served at WCRF and was a secretary there uh, at their station, and uh, served faithfully with the Lord. She is also in southern Ohio, uh, close to her, close to her, um, her daughter and their family, and uh, I just, we just ran into her son uh, this week. Uh, I didn't hurt him when I ran into him, but um, it was great to meet, see Tom, and she, he said that mom was doing really well, and, uh, and, and enjoying being down there. Another is Marge Mosessian. Marge Mosessian is one of our shut-ins. She lives here in Akron. 
at her home. Uh, she joined in 1957. And Margie Moe, as we know her, Margie Moe, uh, we had some great laughs. She would always make us laugh. And uh, when she would get together with the ladies' missionary group, they would come and, and fill uh, Easter eggs. Or we used to do um, uh, a parade as well where we would fill um, candy and, and pass out candy at a parade. Um, and then we would do, the ladies would do all kinds of other projects. And Margie was one who always had a sense of humor. And I remember walking in one day uh, to the ladies working, and they were working on candy. And, and uh, she saw me, and all of a sudden, her hands went like this. And I said, what, what's going on, Margie? And she's like, nothing. Nothing's going on. We're working very hard. And, and I said, what, what is underneath your hands? Nothing. There's nothing. And she kind of slid her hands, and as she slid her hands, some of the wrappers of the candy came. <laughs> it, it was the funniest thing. And I, and so just, uh, just the, the, the memories and the faithfulness uh, of Margie and those ladies that would come and just do little things behind the scenes um, for our missionaries and for others in our community were huge. John and Irene Stauffer. John and Irene Stauffer, they're shut-ins. Uh, John also... Uh, struggles with Parkinson's and has been uh, homebound for for several years now, for many years. And Irene has been so faithful to take care of her husband and to love him. Um, they actually stop by. They usually come like once once a month or once every two months. They have some doctor's visits up this way, and so they stop by. And so uh, we, George and I, went out to their vehicle because uh, it's so hard to get John in and out. So we uh, we we sat and talked with them. Uh, and converse with them for for about 20 minutes this week and got to talk with them and just their faithfulness they they've been around john actually uh, attended the church before um, back in the day uh, uh, before there was a split there was a split to the church in calvary baptist uh, john went to the church as a child before that happened and then west hill was born out of that split and so john has been part of the church for a long, long, long time. And uh, Irene was telling me a little bit about uh, her, her walk with Jesus and how she was a teenager about the age of 13. And she remembers a conversation with the youth pastor at that time. And he really wanted her to come to know Jesus and, and really shared and was really passionate. And she wasn't ready. And she put a wall up and she said, no, I'm not. I'm not. He wanted her to accept Jesus. And she's like, no, I'm not accepting Jesus. And so for her, it was just that process of walking through that. And then years later where she came to realize that she needed Jesus Christ as her Savior. And while they are not here, uh, they're not able to be here, John and Irene, they are faithful and praying for us. And, and those prayers are so valuable. Um, next is Margie Bryant. Margie Bryant is one of our charter members, uh, 1949. Uh, charter member and Margie is in a nursing home. Uh, her and her husband were a big part of DMA and, and, and just bringing different things and the food and just loved Jesus and loved this church. Russ and Thelma Bean are also charter members. We have three charter members still alive, Margie Bryant and then Russ and Thelma Bean. Russ and Thelma just moved into a nursing home. They're doing well, have be, uh, gotten situated there. Uh, but I remember Russ. Russ was a trustee. I think probably for all of his life. His father, Russ's father, was, uh, was responsible for the electricity and getting the electricity into this building when this building was built. And so uh, I could go on and on, but Russ would fix anything and everything with duct tape and with, uh, like, he would find some little gadget 
paperclip or some nail in the back that he would twist and turn, and he would fix it with just something. He was like the, the, the MacGyver of West Hill Baptist Church in fixing uh, all the little things around the facility here. Um, there are three, three people left that I want to honor, and I know I'm way over uh, on time, um, but I, I want to honor these. Grover Nelson. Grover, if you would come, come up here and join me. Grover joined the church in 1962, and, uh, and Grover uh, has served so faithfully, and, uh, and I can't, it's hard to express all the things that Grover has done. Um, Grover is, is responsible right now for delivering, picking up and delivering all the Panera bread that's in the gym. So if, if you like that Panera bread, that's Grover, all right? Grover does all that. Grover, thank you. Well, why not? <laughs> You've been so faithful to the Lord. What is it about the church that has, that has motivated you to be faithful and to serve in the way that you've served? Well, when I started looking for another church, one that had the Bible as its main course and also uh, the... Uh, congregation, the friendliness and the uh, uh, outgoing uh, towards those that are visiting or whatever. Grover, as you continue to serve, you've seen a lot of changes. Oh, just a few. Just a few over all <laughs> these years. What is it that you would pass on to those of us who continue to walk with the Lord? What is it that you would desire to say, continue in this? Well, first of all, if you don't have that uh, precious time with the Lord by yourself or family gathering or whatever, uh, you're missing out on a lot. Mm. And then if you don't get into his word, and then you probably know also how I precious uh, thinking about the word, being in someone's hand, mm. I'm also a Gideon, so I try to see that everyone and anyone has a scripture his word blessed to go day by day. Grover, you've been so faithful in making sure that the word gets in people's hand, and you've lived that, and uh, I want to thank you. We could sit here, we could talk a lot about a lot of stories, and we have a few stories for well, all of our times here. They would be precious moments. Yes. Thank you for your faithfulness to the Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness and your example. Thank you for taking and being so forward with his word, mm. that's the only way to get it out to the people. Mm. Thanks for your faithfulness to us as a church. I appreciate it, Grover. Hey. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? No. Come on. Sure. Do I have to? No. <laughs> uh, Thank you. My wife says yes. <laughs> and this one too. <laughs> Thank you, Roxanna. Uh, about Grover. He's the one that takes care of us. You know, 
takes us everywhere. So Lester and Betty are here because of Grover, Grover bringing them and being so faithful. Betty wants me to share with you that Grover's the one who takes care of them now. And yet here's Grover uh, as he's uh, 47 years old and still is able to care for them. Um, uh, here's, why, here's why I want to do this today. I don't think half of you understand and know the heritage, the commitment, the blood, the sweat, and the tears that have gone in to West Hill Baptist Church and being the church that it is. We continue to live in the, in, in the, in the shoes and the legacy of those who have gone before us. Lester, 96 years old. Betty's 90-something uh, years old. 92. 92. Okay, go ahead and tell. She gave me permission. And I don't want them to stop running the race. Listen, those of you who I called up here, your race is not done. You keep being faithful. But I don't know how much longer we have with them. And so today, we want to honor you. Betty, you served in the nursery. You were in charge of the nursery for how many years? 29 years. 29 years that she oversaw the nursery. I think sometimes we walk in, and you probably do. You're like, oh, that's a sweet old couple that's there. That's nice of them to be yeah, here. Yeah, in the back seat. Yeah. <laughs> but they've served. They, they, weren't, they weren't just attenders. They've served. Betty, you served as, a, as the treasurer, right? As the treasurer when, when we first came into this, this building. Into this facility. Yeah. You, you, you served in that role. You served as a financial secretary coming and counting the offering, right? Mm -hmm. And getting it to the bank. You had a great chauffeur who would drive you to the bank. No, right. I drove myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, in later years, Lester came and drove you, right? And Lester, you served in lots of different ways. And one of the ways that I remember is uh, you and your buddy Richard. You would come and you would come and you would mow the front a little bit. You would trim the hedges. You would make sure that this facility looked good every spring. You would come and clean it up. And I know you miss your friend Richard and, and Alita. And uh, that's the hard part of growing old. Uh, as we get older, having to say goodbye. And I, I can't help but to think of of how many friends you've had to say goodbye to. A lot. <laughs> and yet, it's, it's sweet in, in when you think about how many friends you've made and what the church has meant to you. Oh, everything. And what would you say, Betty, what would you say to the church um, to help move, that we need to do in order to move forward? We've been doing pretty good as we are. <laughs> <laughs> to stay faithful, right? Yeah. Uh -huh. You guys have been so faithful, and you've served in different capacities. I remember you telling me the story of, uh, of when you, you gathered all the pledges for this facility, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and tell us what that was like. Well, it was a lot of work. <laughs> it was a lot of work, and there was a team of you, right? Sat at your home. Yeah, sat in our home counting stuff on the dining room table. And as you were counting, you were coming up with these numbers, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. 
And I remember you telling me when you were the treasurer, there were times when, when uh, Pastor Hatmaker, when you would have to go back, right? You would count the offering. And... I, I had to count the offering while he was preaching because he had to know how much money was coming in because he didn't have much money coming in. So, In order to pay the bills to see if they I would have to, enough. I, I had to pay the bills. I, I paid all the bills. And sometimes I would run across some of his personal bills <laughs> and I wouldn't pay them. <laughs> I take them back to him. I was nope, <laughs> can't do this. So. Lester, any anything that you want to share with us? Kind of been a good, and it's not been a good week. I tell you that. It's been a rough week. They they've had another flood in their home, and so they've had to move out of their home. And so Betty is saying, "Don't get started on that." Here's what it is: they keep chugging along. Right? They keep staying faithful no matter what comes at them. And uh, Lester and Betty, thank you for your faithfulness. I want you to know that your legacy and your friend's legacy here at this church will continue, continue on. It better. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I, hope, uh, I, I hope that you know how much you're loved and how much thank you're appreciated. You. Thank you. So thank you. Thank you, Lester. <laughs> um, Lene, throw up the verse, if you would, please, for me. The first verse there. It says, You shall stand before the gray head and honor the face of an old man, and you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. Uh, Moses, as he recorded this, uh, saw the significance of honoring those who are older. And, uh, and, and as we grow older, Lene flipped through the, the next, Proverbs 16, 31 says, gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. And these people that we've honored here today are not perfect people. They'll be the first to admit that. But they love the Lord and they're committed to the Lord and they've stayed committed to the Lord. And I encourage you, you may not have gray hair. Maybe you're coloring your hair, denying the fact that it's turning gray. But let me tell you that we need to stay faithful. We need to stay faithful and committed to the Lord. And then Psalm 71 says this, and this is the challenge to those of us. This is what I want to take away. This is what I want you to take away. The torch is being passed, and it's up to us. It's up to you and to me to continue to be faithful the psalmist says this in Psalm 71, 18. So even to old age and gray hairs, O God, do not forsake me until I proclaim your might to one generation, to another generation, your power to all those to come. Your righteousness, O God, reaches the high heavens. You who have done great things, O God, who is like you? This generation has declared God's greatness and his glory. And it is our responsibility to continue that. And even when it doesn't feel right, even though it doesn't, you might not like it, we must stay faithful and we must stay committed. This is a psalm that I came across and I really would like for us to move forward as a church. That this, is, this is our psalm, Psalm 96.3. It says, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the people. That's our call. 
to declare who our God is, to show his marvelous works, to declare his goodness to all in every land. And that's what God's called us to do as a church. Uh, thank you for uh, putting up with me today and, and this time. I hope it's an encouragement to you. I hope it means as much to you. I, I was so excited about doing this today. And, and I can't tell you how valuable it is that we honor those who have been faithful. And yet, it needs to challenge us. Uh, again, sometimes I get my numbers mixed up. Sometimes I still think I'm 24, not 42. Let me tell you, we have a responsibility. It, and we can't push it on anybody else. It is our responsibility to pick up the torch and to carry it. And we must carry it in our relationship with Jesus Christ. And that starts in your personal walk with Jesus Christ, opening up the Word, studying it, reading it, digging into it, not depending on somebody else older or you think wiser to do that. You be faithful. You be committed. And committed to His church, this church, West Hill. And if this church isn't the place for you, find a church that preaches and teaches the Word of God that you can get involved in, that you can be committed in. That's my challenge to us today, to declare, declare God, to declare his glory amongst the nations so that they may see Jesus and see Jesus in us. Will you pray with me? Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the opportunity as we've gathered here to, to, to honor those who have been faithful. Lord, it is because of you. It's because of your work in their lives. And, and Lord, thank you for each one that we've honored here today and their faithfulness to you. And we pray that you would continue to bless them, that they would continue to run the race with strength and endurance, that they would continue to be faithful to you. And Lord, for those of us who this torch is being passed on to, Lord, may we be faithful. May we count the cost of what it looks like to follow Jesus Christ and to know that it's not worth anything else that this world has to offer, but that we need to be faithful to you faithful and committed to your word, faithful to Jesus Christ, our Savior. We give you glory and we give you praise. Help us to live for you, and it's in Jesus' name. Amen.